the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. Everybody in the audience, when I hinted about it, was like, wait a minute, coffee is good for me? I can I can drink more coffee? And I said, well, let's ask Dr. Jorge about this one. Where Where are we on this? I, I have no idea where we are. Um, and, and here's the one thing about science. Um, and this is where we're doing a service but a disservice uh, in making a lot of new scientific studies available to the public. Because usually in science, you have a study, you know, doctors and scientists look it over, try to reproduce it before it becomes medical fact or dogma. That's why people are going, wait, one day coffee's healthy, the next day it's going to kill you. What's the truth? Um, so all I can say is, is, is my opinion. I think coffee is neither here nor there, but I don't think it's bad for you. Um, and th- this study is a Spanish study, which I think is kind of hilarious because, you know, I'm, I'm Cuban origin and I, I really think my mother's milk had caffeine in it. That's how much coffee, you know, Cubans <laughs> drink, right? It's really strong. And uh, my grandmother lived, great-grandmother lived to be 106. My grandma lived to be 99. And they could not live without that little espresso. Um, But the coffee contained just coffee and a lot of sugar. No cream, nothing like that. And this Spanish study was kind of amazing because the numbers are incredible. First of all, they they looked at 20,000 people, and they followed them for approximately 10 years. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Right? And that is and that's a lot of years. Remarkably, what they found was people that drank at least four cups of coffee. That's a lot of coffee, four cups of coffee a day. And listen to this, had a 64 percent, 64 percent lower risk of dying than those who never or almost never drank coffee. And that's incredible. Um, so. Drinking two additional cups of coffee a day lowered your risk by 30% of death. And this was all types of death, heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, and kidney disease. So my recommendation to people is this. As long as you don't have high blood pressure, all right, because coffee stimulates your adrenaline system, right? Caffeine is a stimulant, and it can increase your blood pressure. So as long as you don't have uncontrolled blood pressure, All right. I say go ahead. Really enjoy your coffee. Um, And and that's all I can say. I don't know what you think about this. But you're not saying, hey, force the coffee if you're thinking it's going to make you healthy. I'd rather see people, if you like your coffee, have your coffee. But if your body's not craving it, I I think you should always listen to your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, because and, and I haven't seen this study in depth because I want to see whether anything else statistically uh, were outliers, for example, where these people that survived, did they have, you know, other different, well, they, they lacked other health issues, you know? So you have to take these studies when reported like this with a grain of salt, you really have to analyze them and see whether you think it's a good study. All right. Did they, did the control group, was it the same as the group that was on coffee? You know, so uh, there are a lot of things. But that's why I say, in my opinion, coffee, I don't think, is harmful for you. And now I'm going to confess something. So I start off, when I have, like, a latte, because it's almost like, 
you have to have a latte in California if you live here, right? Um, my <laughs> latte usually has it's 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 required. You know, you have to have a fancy cup of coffee. Um, I have at least three or four shots of espresso in my small latte. Wow. So, I, yeah, it, it is fuel. I'm telling you, Mike, I grew up with coffee. My mother, when she, <laughs> when she couldn't sleep, she'd say, oh, I need a cup of coffee. Seriously, that is the, the Cuban way of thinking. Um, yeah, so I, I drink in the morning. I don't drink it all day, you know, my, my fuel. Um, so bottom line, I don't think coffee is harmful for you. Don't force it. All right. Uh, if you're drinking coffee, make sure that your blood pressure is fine. If you have high cholesterol, if you have high cholesterol, all right, then this is where adding the cream to the coffee may not be good for you. But just pure coffee seems to be okay. As a matter of fact, it may even be good for you. And that's where I want to leave that. Okay. All right. And now there's yeah. we you always talk about the the biggest problem we have in in our world today is heart disease. And it's Absolutely. the biggest killer. But there, there's something now, a shot that could save lives and prevent heart attacks and maybe even yeah. cut cancer? Yeah, maybe. Um, here here is, is where we are with that. We're finding out through many, through the study of many diseases, that one of the things that ends up killing us is inflammation in the body, swelling. So, for mm -hmm. example... People that are HIV positive for a long time or have chronic hepatitis for a long time, their body is set to try to fight this virus. So they are sending out all of these um, messages in our body, all right, to try to cause white blood cells to go and fight these off. So that causes inflammation in the body. And we know that inflammation can clog up small arteries in the body. So for example, your heart needs the five arteries that feed it in order for the heart to get blood. These are small little arteries, probably the size of very small straws. Well, if these arteries start getting swollen, all right, the size of them on the inside starts getting smaller and smaller. So your heart gets less blood. So therefore, when you have inflammation going on in your body, whether it's rheumatic heart disease, rheumatoid arthritis, autoimmune disease, you have a much higher risk of a heart attack. This medicine, what it does is it cuts down inflammation. There are other medicines that do it, aspirin. That's why we tell people to take a small aspirin every day, because it cuts down a lot of the inflammation in your body. So this medicine, which is a, a very strong and, and it's very complicated, but at the end of the day, it cuts down inflammation, has been shown to drastically cut down the risk of heart disease. Um, you know, but there are other side effects to it. So let's not jump to saying this is the panacea, but it definitely was a pretty amazing um, result. And, and who knows, in the future? Yeah, sorry. How long before this, this stuff hits the market? How long before well, my doctor says... You know, we could give you this uh, injection. It might be good for your heart. All right, let me tell you something. This medicine and, and medicines like this are available in the market for other things, sometimes for different types of cancers and things like that. Usually the time, the time span from when something is in research 
and has been found to be positive to the FDA approving it for that indication, all right, I would say it's like four to five years if everything goes well. So Hmm. it's not around the corner, but it isn't in the distance either. And who knows, tomorrow, all right, there may be a lot of other studies that don't, you know, sort of verify this fact. And remember some of the problems we've had with some of these, you know, miracle medications. They're out, all right, because they just followed the positive things that they could do. And once they're out, we find out two or three years later that they have a lot of side effects that don't show up for many years. So that's the tight rope that research and medication approval walks. All right, you can't just approve something because of the positivity that it shows. You also have to make sure that you've tested the medication long enough for any potential dangerous side effects to be obvious. So don't hang your head on this yet. So don't hang your head on this, but do have the cup of coffee or four if you feel like it. And And a baby aspirin every day, yes. Yeah, the halfprin, isn't that what they call it? The 81 milligrams? 81 milligrams, yeah. Okay. Yeah, baby aspirin or a halfprin, which is just the baby aspirin repackaged and probably higher priced. <laughs> if oh, I'm, my God. If cynical. Guessing. Cynical, but I think you're right. <laughs> of course I'm cynical. It's, it's my job to be cynical. Dr. Jorge, great stuff today. And yes, I, next week when we talk... I already know I, got, I want to do a whole discussion on cholesterol, good, bad or other. Perfect. And we I want Perfect. to I want to understand it. But I also when we talk, I want you here's your homework. Uh, next time we talk, I want you to say I've ordered my car survival kit and it'll be here or it's already here. All right. Done deal. OK. Done deal. I good. All right. Thanks, Doc. Appreciate it. And uh, I, I didn't I didn't want to open up with it, but um, I'm sorry you lost your pooch. Uh, Lord I Morgan know. was a, a, a great Internet star and will be missed by all of us out here. Thank you. He was an English bulldog. He was you know, we all love our dogs. Uh, we all love our animals, you know, and, and their unconditional love. And, and thank you for mentioning that because it is, is really heartfelt. But you know what? He had a good life. And I sometimes would go to the coffee bean and Starbucks and feed him, you know, a donut when nobody was watching. And I don't regret doing that at all. And that's that's the end of that. The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand.